You're listening to Combat Zone 360, where we discuss everything military. Welcome back to the second part of our interview with the Smoking Panda, Joey Mack. When you came back from Iraq, you finished up your school at Norwich. Correct. You did Naval ROTC. Correct. With the option for Marines. Correct. If you put yourself through that, why didn't you just become an officer? You know what, man? I was like, I like deuces. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being, being a Marine infantryman, you're there. Like, you, you know, you, you've done a lot. And during that time, so a little bit of my background, you know, I'm, I'm the only child. You know, I, I was raised by a single parent. My mom is, she's 70 now. She was, much, you know, she was older by the time I was getting, so, so she was like 60. Right. Yeah. Around 60 when I was getting out. And if I went the officer route and deployed, you know, it's just like I'm gone again for another four years. So I was kind of like, you know what? I did my time. I deployed. I got to, I got to go around the world. I got to meet the most incredible people. You know, I still keep in touch. One of them is still my business, you know, my friend as a business partner. And we met each other back in 2006. Right. So I was just like, you know, what, man, I, I think I'm good. I don't want to be back on the bottom. You know, I'm not, not saying officer on the bottom, but when you're a second lieutenant, you're back in the 01 range. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm good. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. And But the thing that really got me was, you know, we had a lot of E7s in the Army transition over to officers. Oh, yeah. Get their degree. And they they do it mainly for retirement Correct. because uh 03 captain made more in retirement than a sergeant major prior enlisted 03 made way more than a sergeant major retirement so you know they did it mainly for retirement absolutely um yeah now you decided to get out because you could have stayed enlisted you didn't have to become an officer correct right why did you say deuces and get out of the marines altogether you know, I just wanted to really start back into my civilian life. I think I think it was just kind of like what what was happening at the time, and I just wanted to get back. And all I knew was the military for six years, right? Even though I was in active duty, I was still doing the the getting up in the morning, doing PT, going to school. You know, I wasn't going all the rifle range, but you know, once a month I would travel back down to New Jersey and train with my unit. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I think, you know, I, when I first joined, I was like, man, 20 years. I want to do 20 years, and this is it. This, I'm going to be a career. I just need a college education. I'm just going to take history. You know, that, that was like my mindset. But, you know, when I was just getting out, I was just like, you know what? I, th- I think I'm good. I'm good to go. Let me start my life. You know, uh, let me start. Let me get back home. You know, uh, especially putting my mom into, you know, I'll just always bring it back. Putting my mom into that situation where it's like, I'm her only son going into Iraq as an infantryman. And seeing all that stuff on the news, like she probably was like, that's, you know, that's any, any mother's like worst dream. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I just want, I just wanted to get back and start, start my life as, as a civilian. And uh, that's when I, when that's when I tra- transitioned out back in 2010 or 2011. My apologies. Wow. So you came out of the Marines 2011, graduated from college. Did you start working in the nonprofit 
field with the veteran nonprofits right away? Or did you try other adventures first? No, I tried other adventures first. Uh, one was, you know, uh, I got out and I was like, you know what? I want to become a police officer. I want to take the civil service test. Unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't do planning. But the year before in 2010 is when they did their test. And in New Jersey, it's a civil service test, right? It might be different from other states. But for us, you have to take the test. And for me, I, I didn't I didn't plan well. So then and then um, I, I it, it comes every like every three years or every mm-hmm. two years. So I'm like, oh, I can't I can't wait. You know, let me just start doing something. So I remember I picked up like a security job for like a couple of months. And then I started working for my friend's father. And that's when I started learning about entrepreneurship. And then I, I did a little bit of, I did some finance to learn about sales and, and the people skills. And then, uh, you know, getting into the nonprofit sector uh, directly after that. So it's been, it's been, even though there's a couple of years in between, I've always had my hands in something, always learning from some, something from somebody. And that's ultimately what brought me here today. Nice. Now, what I want to do is I want to kind of get into that realm. I understand that a lot of individuals, veterans and non-veterans, want to start their own businesses, but it's not as easy as people think it is. It's very difficult. And I, I want you to kind of talk about the process that you had to go into opening up your business and where you received some assistance because luckily for us as veterans, there are organizations out there that will assist us in opening up our own businesses and helping us out. So Jay, if you don't mind, I'd love to start off with that, with like the resources, because, uh, you know, that I just want to echo what you just said. The resources out there for veterans, unbelievable. People open up their doors, open up their wallets and give us programs or give us the opportunity to sit in some, whether it's going through a, a program where you're a beginning entrepreneur or you're going through a program but there's so many opportunities uh, for us that we just have to kind of like walk through that door. There's so many other doors that are open for us. I would tell any uh, veteran who's looking to become an entrepreneur, do your research. There's so many resources out there and knowledge out there for you to start your own business that it is it is honestly one of the greatest times to start your own business is around this year because the, the access to all these things are, is unbelievable. Um, so going into going into an entrepreneur i i kind of had that kind of like e1 e2 mentality and becoming a young nco you know you have to pick up your mentors you have to pe- look at people that you look up to so while tra- transitioning out of the marine corps you know i'll just talk a little bit about the transition i've always had like some sort of mentor in my life and i think the marines that's that's what's great about being a reservist in your own state when everyone gets out guess what everyone goes back to where they live and guess what they all become police officers some of them become mayors some of them become ceos of companies and uh, you know that's why i loved about being a reservist that now i know you know i'm living in my town here i found out the guy uh, at the end of the block him and i went to iraq together and the guy who's a cop in in my town him and i went to iraq together and guess what the department is full of marines and i remember the chief saying hey you know we, we take care of our own and i really appreciate that so just going back to becoming an entrepreneur, I, I there, there's a lot of that E1, E2 mentality where you have to just absorb all this knowledge, right? Uh, a lot of us, you know, whether we're reservists or active duty, we're so used to some sort of system, 
in place. And those systems, whether you're like a not do work or, you know, make things happen. So I think when you absorb that knowledge and that experience from others, I think that's what helps accelerate your successes into your business. So I would say those resources were were definitely bar none one of the best that I've had. I, I'm always grateful and thankful for that. But yeah, having that E1, E2, O1, O2 mentality really does help. USA Warrior Stories is a nonprofit organization that interviews veterans and then turns their personal stories into individual documentaries. Please visit their website at usawarriors.org and donate today. If you are a veteran and would like to be interviewed, email USA Warrior Stories at info at usawarriorstories.org. Also, follow them on Instagram at USA Warrior Stories, Twitter at USA Warrior Stories, and Facebook, hashtag USA Warrior Stories. Now, I understand you do a lot of networking. You go to a lot of events. You network with individuals. You promote your companies. And you are just constantly, constantly working. Now, when it comes to dealing with these organizations, you had a lot of mentors. You had a lot of individuals that were there to assist you, that to give you knowledge, to help you with the issues that you had. Not everybody has that assistance. All right. Not everybody has those networking skills where they're able to meet those people within the communities that they live. So if you were to recommend one of these veteran owned um, organizations, nonprofit to help a veteran stand up a company, who would you recommend and why? So, right. We're, we're in our tribe. So something that I love, find people just like us right? There's something about us that we understand each other. So finding those small little communities, whether they're in the entrepreneurial space or not, I think are very valuable. You never know who's going to be in those entrepreneurial spaces. Listen, there's, I'm, I'm sure there's VFWs and American Legion that have people in there that are pretty much the decision makers of big companies that stop in, pop in once in a while. And if you're a young person looking to join or looking to get your foot into somewhere, these are some of the places. So, I mean, those are some places where uh, veterans congregate. You're looking at your traditional, but uh, organizations like what I've, when I found my true passion of that, I really enjoyed my community is from the mission continues. We did service projects from around the world. And I started meeting some awesome veterans doing amazing things, not in the entrepreneurial space, but also the nonprofit sector and private sector there, whether they own businesses or they're really voices of their inclusivity or, or being diverse or being part of that, of that kind of like that team again. Um, so, you know, from, if you're looking at some organizations that I've used through uh, veteran entrepreneurship, Bunker Labs is definitely one of them. Uh, I, I've used them. I've, I've supported them. Uh, you know, we've done some events together as well. I'm currently uh, as one of the alumni captains uh, for the virtual space here. But I mean, those are just more, some of the small, but anyone right now, Jay, could Google right now, veteran, veteran organizations near me. And what? take a look, do your research, find out, make a connection. You never know who you're going to meet. And you know what? I think if you're going to meet up with people, if you're a shy person, doesn't want to get out there, the best people to work with is from people that really understand who you are and what we did uh, for this country. So that's, that's kind of like my advice. 
definitely. Now, going back to Bunker Labs, I know Bunker Labs is kind of like they'll help companies stand up. Right. They will help companies develop. And, you know, there are multiple different type of um, veteran nonprofit organizations that are like that. Um, Bunker Lab is just an example for one. What type of things do they help you out with within that program? So I have things of building your business plan. Uh, networking, helping you solve problems. You get assigned a mentor that has expertise or they can at least point you to the right direction, right? Because there's different industries you could be in. I know tech space is very huge. And I know we get a lot of techies that come in. I'm just like, Phew, that's over my head. But if you want to talk about marketing, you want to talk about like logistics and like and building relationships, I could offer that experience. And that's that's what we do. And not only organizations like Bunker Ladders to help stand you up, but there's there's different organizations that kind of help you network, right? We were just talking about networking. GPVM, which is the Greater Philadelphia Veteran Network I'm a part of, the New Jersey Veteran Chamber of Commerce I'm a part of. Like being part of these small organizations where they're just like, wow, this guy does this, this guy does this, or let's connect with you. You're starting your own business. How can we help you? You know, because once we've all been there, I, I've been the little guy. I'm not saying I'm the, well, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm not saying I'm a big guy, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, those are, those are just great places to stand up and stand together with. And one thing I want to point out about Bunker Lab is a lot of people really don't understand that space to run your company is very, very expensive, especially here in the New York City area. And what Bunker Lab does and Veteran Future Lab and all of these organizations is they give you a desk and a space that you can use for your company address while you're standing up. You can have mail sent there for your business. You can have a space to come in on a daily basis and run your business and not have to do it at home where you can get complacent. You know, you're going to be able to run your business from an office. Correct. Great office has a bunch of desks in it, but you have your own space. Absolutely, Jay. And you know what? They're just helping you get to you from one point to the next and just accelerating that. And then once you, you've proven that you're doing the hard work, you know, they have access to a lot of like whether it's media, whether it's getting you published, what's putting you out there. They have so much access to that. And I'm very, we're very grateful for that. But yeah, do the work. You know, you'll be rewarded just like, just like how it is in the military, you know. And uh, I think that's where it thrives. And that's why we thrive. And especially when you get, when you get really serious in the entrepreneurship game, it, it really, where we flourish because a lot of those skills and experiences that we use in the military, you know, really go into there. And when you use an organization like Bunker Labs to help accelerate that and it's growing from a veteran businesses and you're growing with other veterans it's like that whole iron chopper's iron type deal where you're just like you're just growing together exactly and it's a lot of networking right there within that one building as well because all of these veterans are in the same predicament that you're in and it's a huge support team so that's one thing you have to look at if you're looking to start your own business and you're a veteran look in your areas for those types of places to help stand up your company. Now, I, I, I kind of want to get into why cigars. I love them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm not, not just because of that. And it's, I'm like, you know, I'm very, very honored to be part of a cigar, part of the cigar history, right? Mm -hmm. So why cigars? You know, I get that question and 
I, I always bring it down to, the, the, especially if you're a veteran, you understand, smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Right. And if you, if you don't know what that means, it's just like a phrase that was used, like when you had to take a pause, whether it was in the classroom, whether it was in the field, whether it was on patrol, smoking if you got them, where whether you have your full 80 pounds of gear on and you sit on the ground and you just, you, you, you know, and Jay, you know the sound of the packs yeah. and the light. Now, I've never smoked, but I... Oh, you don't smoke, but you you know the sound. Yes. Right, you know the sound. And I don't know if you dip, but any sort of tobacco. And it was just like a pause of like either A, I'm so freaking tired, like I can't wait this is over, or B, like I just need a quick break, you know? And I remember, you know, at that time uh, while going to Iraq, you know, I, I, I did smoke cigarettes at that time. But, you know, those smoke pits, as we call them, you know, those were fun times. You know, you get to meet some fairly fun guys, you know, you get to or gals, right, depending on who you served with. And it's it was fun, you know, and being a, a Marine in Iraq. And I remember we used to get cigars shipped to us and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But you know what? I I, I wish I could remember the cigar I was smoking. Right, Jay? I, I wish I remember what it was, but I'll just remember the people I smoked it with. It, you know, and I think those memories ties in to that. And well, how does that translate in the civilian sense? Weddings, birthdays, milestones, holiday parties. I, I, I believe that the the cigar is just the vessel and the opportunities to experience. So why cigars? Because it, it just ties things in. And uh, it's, it's one of the last handmade things here on this earth. And I think it's supercharged, especially the fine things in life, right? And I know we talk about food and spirits and, and cigars, but man, those, those are just like crafted and that's why we do it. Uh, that's 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 essentially why we, we started our company was because those were things. And Miley, uh, my business partner, he was a big out of us three when we first started. He was the biggest smoker between all, all three of us. He, he deployed to Afghanistan and, you know, he that's what he did. And he was stationed in Fort Hood in Texas. And, you know, in Texas, they, they love their stogies. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, when he deployed to Afghanistan, that's where he smoked. Uh, cigars so it, it it really has a deep meaning to us now I, I will tell you my um first cigar i've ever smoked see i never smoked cigarettes but my first cigar i ever smoked was in iraq Ooh, do you remember what it was well it was a cuban <laughs> ah, do you know what brand though no you know what the, yeah so yeah i don't remember you know, much about the thing is, you remember yeah i got you <laughs> All I know is I was dizzy and lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> but, you know, since I've been back and since I've been here in New York City, you know, I've met a lot of individuals who are really into cigars. And I picked up smoking cigars a lot more, you know, since I've been here in New York. And I, I really enjoy it because it's like you said, it's that camaraderie. Right. It, you being around with a lot of people. Now, I would hate to go through talking about all of your business ventures without mentioning and without getting a little bit of the background of your, you know, business partners. How many are there of you guys that started this business? So there's three of us all together. So myself and two others. Okay. And both of them have served as well, right? Correct. So what branches did they serve in? So Patrick and I, we both served in the Marine Corps together. 
And uh, so he was a, uh, an Iraq in 0809. And then uh, Miley, he was an army officer and he served from 2008, 2009 to 2012, 2013. Poor, poor him. He, he probably gets beat up from you guys a lot. Or, you know, it's always vice versa. <laughs> we always get like, oh, the army guy, someone's got to supervise the Marines. <laughs> or it's like the Marines, you know, you need an army guy to make sure there's no chaos. Right. <laughs> so <it's back> and <laughs> forth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good times. Yes. No, that that's awesome. I really like that as, you know, veteran owned, veteran operated 100%. You know, I've met, I believe one of your, your um, business partners. I don't know if I've met both of them, but I know I met one of them and you guys seem like a really great and amazing organization. So where all do you guys travel to with your business? So very quite, you know, back, even a year ago, you know, we just, oh, well, we're going through COVID, you know, New Jersey, uh, the greater Philadelphia area and New York City, Long Island. But now we've been traveling, you know, I just went to Las Vegas. I was for a wedding, Kentucky for an event and Miami for a wedding and Fort Lauderdale to be specific. So and then we got inquiries from Tennessee and North uh, and South Carolina so it's it's growing into an animal in itself and we've been really enjoying the journey from start to finish i'm not even the finish line yet i don't even want to see the finish line i i'm just so grateful to be part of an organization where what we believe in and what our team members believe in is is amazing so yeah it's, so it's been quite a journey but we do travel now there there are other cigar businesses out there, and I, I know that. So what makes you guys so special that you guys are getting individuals from Miami and Tennessee and all of these other different states reaching out to you guys to travel all the way down there? You know, uh, I had a really good uh, friend Alex, who's part of the GPVN, and he says you can't go far eating a humble pie. All right, what's that? Uh, the GPVN is the Greater Philadelphia Veteran Network, okay. a networking group over in the Greater Philadelphia area. So he told me you can't go anywhere far eating a humble pie, and that didn't really re resonate with me because you know, especially being as as veterans, you know, most of us have this humble state where we're just like, hey, you know, we'll do this, we'll do that. Um, but then to answer your question, is they want the best, right? And that really resonated with me when I was dealing with a, a client and she called me up. It was for her son's wedding. And she goes, hey, listen, you know, I met with you guys. I met with someone else, uh, but they were like two, three hundred dollars less. But I want to go with the best. And that really resonated in my head. And uh, I, I remember what Alex said and that, you know, uh, we, we were very humble very humble but you know what when they when clients want the best and what we believe in our product and our service and our experiences are the best hell we'll give them the best and so someone would say they were like hey what you're going to las vegas can they just hire someone out there my reply was well they want the best and you know we we're all they were laughing but at the same time i was just like well we are the best so uh, so that's that's what we do right and we and we, and we put it all together because our team phenomenal team members all vets all all vets all first responders and a teacher and uh they're they're such amazing people and they do such incredible work we're very grateful to have each and every one of our team members but that's what makes our company and we built our synergy and our culture all around the military and first responder uh kind of community and we all get each other you know 
And that's what makes it special. And going back to when you asked me, you know, what, what made you want to join the military and going back to like, I always enjoyed the team. I was doing things bigger than myself, but this is what happens when you do things bigger than yourself. You want to become the best and you, you got to thrive in it and you got to compete in it. And that's something I do. So to answer why want, there's other companies out there, but Hey, you know, they want to hire the best. So that's what we did. <laughs> and you know, I, I want to be able, because, you know, I always thought you just covered this area. I didn't know you, you, went outside of the tri-state like that and you know from down in philadelphia and everywhere but you know i want to i want to actually get it out there if anybody wanted to reach out to you guys how would they do that our best thing they could do is they can shoot me an in- email at info at the mobile cigar lounge.com um they could go to our website www.themobilecigarlounge.com or hit us up on instagram at mobile cigar lounge hit us up shoot us a message you know, myself and our social media team, they run it. But if you're ever looking, you know, for Panda, like myself, you know, just tell them like, hey, I want to talk to Panda. Then I'll be more than happy to come on it. Because honestly, that that community, that support that we get from all the supporters, I mean, that's that took us where we are today. So I, I you know, I always stress it to our owners. But, we, you know, we, you know, it, it, without these people, our community, our family members, our friends, we wouldn't be where we are today. And if somebody came up to you and said, hey, smoking panda. Bro, it's, it's happened. <laughs> it's like multiple times. Yeah, I'm not even kidding you. I, I get people that call. Yeah. And like, hey, this panda. They're talking to Daniel, who, who's handling our phone lines. They're like, oh, no, this is Daniel. And they're like, oh, okay. And and I, I actually did an event on Wednesday. I was just doing a, I, I, a good friend of mine, his name is Jazz. He took me to an event. And it was just, it was down in Colonia in New, in New Jersey. And I was just going there. I'm not, I wasn't working. I just wanted to enjoy. It was a great Johnny Walker event, five course meal, great times. I was walking out of the bathroom. Someone stops me and goes, you're the mobile cigar lounge guy. You're Panda. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, Hey man, I follow you on social media. And I was like, Hey man. And I gave him, you know, I gave him a handshake. I was like, thanks, brother. I appreciate you. We took a picture together, bro. You know, it's, it's the most craziest thing. And you, you'll talk to some of my guys and even this past Friday, they're like, oh, is Panda here? You know, it's just like, you know, and they're like, oh, we're so glad that you're here. And we, they got me. Uh, but you know what? I, I always tell people, if, if it's not me going, it's a direct reflection of who I am. Because those people that we hire are just like stellar, stellar guys and gals. So, awesome. but yeah, people, people say Panda. Yeah, it's, it's it. the most crazy thing. But you know what, man? It's branding, it's marketing. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I love it. I love it. So <laughs> if somebody came up to you and said, hey, Panda, I want to start my own company. Give me some advice. What would you tell them? Are they a vet or not a vet? I would say either or because, you know, as veterans, we're out to help everybody we can. Absolutely. Granted, we love helping veterans way more than everybody else because we're one big family. Gotcha. But I'm talking about in general in general no absolutely i guess i guess the language would change if we're talking to other veterans right um <laughs> uh, but something I, I would say is one and i'm just gonna go from the military route it's one uh we just talked about find a mentor right most entrepreneurs you're looking they they usually play you know they they probably played sports or competed and they love that competition right for the most part i would say right or just, I'm like, find a mentor, find someone who's 10, 20, a thousand steps ahead of you. Learn from them. It doesn't have to be from the state. It doesn't have to be from the same industry. Pretty much every business is the same fundamentally, 
right? But then once you start going out into the hospitality, to the technology, to the construction, of course it differs in, in, in each their own way. But the fundamental of each business is pretty much the same. So reaching out to somebody and just learning from them, asking questions, you know what? Uh, going that phrase, there's no such thing as stupid questions. It, it applies so much to business. Something simpler. Listen, you'll save three things if, if, you, if you have a mentor. You save either time, money, or people, right? And I think those are three valuable resources as a business owner. So if you're starting your own business, one, find a mentor. Two, put your ego in your back pocket. You don't know everything and the world doesn't owe you nothing. Um, and either a vet or civilian or whatever, you, there's, there's so many, we just talk, even, even civilian, our, our counterparts, they have some awesome resources that are available, but guess what? They, they got to do the work. I'll say it straight up to a veteran. You got to do the work. No one owes you anything. And just like anything else. Um, so putting your ego in your back pocket, having that humble heart and spirit to just learn and with that mentor and just know that. You know what? If you can really tell yourself, like, you don't know everything, I think that's one of the first steps of being a good entrepreneur and kind of like coming in a, in a student manner, right? And then three, just do your research. You know, there's there's a lot of things that that you could, like in Google, man, like uh, we just talked about it, what was it, 30 minutes ago? Like, Google is amazing. Like, this is one of the greatest times to start your own business. Back 30, 40 years ago, it was hard to start your own business. Like you would have to research or do word of mouth or, or just do it on your own. Google, you could look up on forums. You could you could reach out to people from around the world, not even from the United States, who are doing businesses and reach out to them. I get calls all the time from different parts of the country that are like, hey, man, I love what you do. Can you tell me a little bit? And, you know, I, I give as much information as I can, you know, without spilling the secrets. But, you know, I love them now. I'm like, are you doing this? Do that first. That's a step. So going back to uh, one, find a mentor. Two, put your ego in your back pocket because nobody owes you a damn thing. And three, do your research. Research, 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 right? If uh, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That, that That's the correct uh, words there. You and I have known each other for a few years. And I, I know that you have been hard at work for the, at, at what you're doing now, standing up this company and getting started. I want to find out from you, how many jobs did you end up booking this year alone? 446. 446. You see how you just spat that off with no issue? Yeah. And, and that's what a leader does. They, they know <laughs> what's going on in their business. 446. Yeah. And I'm sure there's still going to be some more called in too. Oh yeah. My phone's buzzing away, but you know what? So grateful for it. You know, I, I love it. Yeah. The the Listen, I could have other problems right now. This is a good problem. So, but yeah, we're, we're, we're probably going to do, I'm estimating 550 events for, for this year, right? We're probably going to tack on another a hundred, I would say. And then, and then what happens is, oh, by the end of this year, we'll get stuff for 2022 and start booking out 2022. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's been, it's been such an awesome, awesome journey. Well, I will tell everybody right now that if you want to be a part of the experience with Panda in 2021, <laughs> you better reach out quick. Yes, you better reach out quick. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for everything you do for the 
veteran community. I want to congratulate you on your success for you and your two veteran business partners. And believe me, you, if you need anything from Combat Zone 360, let me know. Reach out. We're here to help you guys. No, I appreciate it, Jay. And, you know, not only have we done this professionally, but, you know, we are we are friends in the end. And, we, you know, we've met through events. And, you know, even though we're brothers in arms, we're also, you know, brothers and we're, we're means to talk to each other if we need anything. So I just want to say thank you again for using this platform and giving us a voice to kind of tell our story. Because hopefully, you know, I, I, I tell our story because you never know who's listening. And I, I think it's a big thing of what you do because you get to give that platform of being able to just have other people listen in. And it's like, wow, that makes total sense. And so, Jay, thank you so much, man. I was not just being having us on the show, but being an awesome friend and also an awesome supporter of what we do. And you just don't do ours, but you do multiple businesses. So thank you again for, for that time because it does take a lot of energy. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And we'll get together. We'll light one up. And, and we'll, we'll, you know, have some whiskey in the process and just tell some more stories. Yeah. Oh, so, Jay, I, I actually stopped smoking yesterday. You liar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I decided to put that. No, hey, that's here. okay. That's all right. I love it. I love it. But no, I appreciate it, Jay. Thank you so much, my man. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. And until next time, make sure you guys thank a veteran and make sure you do great things. Thank you. If you are a veteran and would like to be interviewed on Combat Zone 360, please email us at combatzone360 at gmail.com.